0: everybody welcome to the browns cast i'm your host cogs we got a big game not a huge game but an important game a game where we can shift the culture and the energy of the team to move into a dominant rest of the season it's an important confidence maker this game all right massive favorites which we'll get into in a second but i want to start off with a few words from bernie He just posted this on X, formerly known as Twitter. And those Bernie Kozar vibes are second to none. I mean, second to none. If you're not watching this and you're just listening, you got to just picture what his face looks like. I'll play it twice. Here we go. Bernie, kick us off.
1: Game day at Cleveland Stadium. You matter. Go Browns. Game day at Cleveland Stadium. You matter.
0: Go Browns. Love the positivity, baby. Love the game positivity day. from Bernie Kosar. It gives you interesting feelings inside of your belly when you watch him. Very interesting, but the game today is important. All right, we're playing the Cardinals. Massive, massive favorites. Okay, massive minus twelve and a half right now with an over under of thirty eight and a half. Twelve and a half. So that means the bet of the week. You are in the NFL. The bet of the week. You got to take the Cardinals plus 12 and a half points you just have to you got Deshaun the human handjob Watson back first first game most likely rusty right he's got to get his footing back and you're telling me that we're 12 and a half point favorites and don't forget there's a little bit of a rivalry going on here the Arizona Cardinals head coach is Jonathan Gannon right do you know where he's from he's from Cleveland Ohio Do you know his background before he was the defensive coordinator of the Eagles? Well, he was a three-star athlete at St. Ignatius, where he actually did his walkthrough with the Cardinals just yesterday. He went to St. Ignatius and was a three-sport star, and he ended up taking a full ride on a football scholarship to Louisville, where he played for Bobby Petrino, defensive back, He was a star defensive back and wide receiver at St. Ignatius. Won a state title in basketball. Very, very good player. Went to Louisville, had a career-ending injury, and then became an assistant coach under Bobby Petrino, who then later went, about a year after, went to the Atlanta Falcons, and he went with him. And that's how he started his whole career. That is Jonathan Gannon's background. So he's got family here. He's got people watching and rooting for him. He wants to show up. But 12 and a half points in the NFL, that is a lot of points. And if you know the Cleveland Browns, you know they ain't covering 12 and a half. I mean, you're you out of your mind. Out of your mind. And if they do, I will say that I'm wrong tomorrow. Because that's what we do here. We analyze and we say if we're right or wrong. However, we're very rarely wrong. So you got to take the cards plus 12 and a half. I just want to get that off the bat not only is deshaun watson back for his first game in forever mr i don't like your tune rookie quarterback not kyler murray is not playing which he was you know possibly going to play but arizona is starting a rookie quarterback clayton tune went to houston 6'3 220 pounds He was drafted in the fifth round, 139th overall to the Arizona Cardinals. He's starting his first game. He has thrown a pass in the league. He is one for one, so his completion percentage is 100% for four yards. Just want you to know that. But he's going up against potentially the best defense in the league. Now, since you know what it's like to follow the Brownies, there is a high probability that this quarterback. Mr. Toon turns out to be like the next Tom Brady. And this is just his first game against the Browns. And he throws darts and just throws like four TDs, rushes for like eight first downs and just has an MVP type game. And then he ends up like winning, I don't know, like the Super Bowl. That's usually what happens when someone new comes in against the Browns. But I find that hard to believe. If Jim Schwartz is for real, if Miles Garrett and that defense are for real, this rookie quarterback should be able to do nothing. Nothing. This 12 and a half point line should make sense. We should get three picks. We should get a fumble recovery. We should win the turnover battle, which we never do. Never. Which is amazing that we actually are four and three with uh never winning the turnover battle. That's incredible. Three and one at home. Never we don't win the turnover battle ever. But what do you think Deshaun Watson's gonna do? I don't know. I, you know. His last game, he, well, we're not, let's not count the Colts game. When he played Tennessee, he played extremely well. It was like he's back and then boom, he gets hurt. Typical Cleveland. But you have to understand this is a process. It's his first game back. You can't just expect him to go out and throw four TDs, no picks, have an 80% completion percentage. You got to give him a minute. All right. The only thing I will not accept is if he throws an interception. We cannot have turnovers. I've said this since the very first Browns cast. If the Browns don't turn the ball over, there is no team that can beat us. We are the best team in the NFL if we don't turn the ball over. The problem is not only do we turn the ball over, we lead the league in giveaways. We just give the ball. We try and lose games. We we beg for other teams to take us down to the wire and score the last second like the Seattle Seahawks. I mean, we beg for it. We want it. It's not something we need. Not something we need, nor is it something we want anymore. So it's going to be interesting to watch Deshaun Watson. And let's get, into, uh, let's get into some of the, you know what, before we get into some of the stats and the depth chart and all that stuff, let's play uh, the NFL game preview, uh, which we want to play for you here. Now, this is, I think, before Dobbs was actually officially traded in Minnesota, so it might be a little outdated, but still want to play it for you, give you some context on what's going on. It's a little four-minute, 50-second clip of what to expect for the preview of Arizona-Cleveland this week.
2: Cardinals head to Cleveland week 9, five losses in a row now, only one win on the year. So the Browns see them as the perfect team to rebound against after coming up just short in Seattle last week.
1: With 38 seconds to go, Smith, screen, Jackson, Smith, and Jigma looking for the lead and redemption for the Seahawks offense. Touchdown, Seahawks lead
2: key for cleveland this week cure the turnover problem maybe some more cowbell will do it works on fevers i heard cleveland was driving late last week when pj walker threw his second pick
1: trying to get three yards to inch closer to a huge road win pressure coming from adams and that's batted and it is picked off The interception of the biggest
2: moment. He also lost a fumble. Cleveland's 17 giveaways on the season, most of any team.
1: Seattle bringing extra pressure, and Walker gets it. The ball is out, and the Seahawks have it.
2: Defense, 10 takeaways in eight games. Not bad. None last week, though. Have to play the waiting game to see who Cleveland starts at QB this week. Still waiting on Deshaun Watson's shoulder. If it is Walker again, he did connect on a couple big pass plays. Roofer for close to 250 yards on eight yards per attempt.
1: Floater, Cooper, adjusting, and he hold it in.
2: The two kicks left him with a sub-60 rating, though. He leaned on two guys for most of his passes. Amari Cooper, 89 yards.
1: On third down, Walker floats it. Cooper, same spot, same result.
2: Tight end David Njoku, 77 yards.
1: Another pressure play, and Walker delivers on target on his way to the end zone and it is a touchdown.
2: Either guy could have a big Arizona secondary based on the body of work. A 101.6 rating allowed to tight ends, a 104.1 rating allowed to wide receivers.
1: Third down pressure, quick throw over the middle, Zay flowers, so slippery.
2: The key to Arizona staying competitive has not been good defensive play. They rank near the bottom in points per game allowed. 31 points allowed last week, run to the left. Edwards bounces outside, cuts it up and darts in. Offense really hasn't been much better, which is why they decided it was would likely mean a lot of work for their run game. They gained 129 yards along the ground last week per carry. Amari Demarcado picked up 78 yards on 20 tries.
1: Sort of like this run by Demarcado. Right up the middle, picks up the first down.
2: Cleveland's defense hasn't been bad against the run, but if you're looking for some Arizona hope, they faced only 13 runs by Kenneth Walker and Zach Charbonnet. 119 yards allowed to the duo, over eight yards per carry, gave up two runs at 20 plus.
1: There is Walker with a big hole and a long being chased by Juan Thornhill, and he's
2: down. Toon gashing Cleveland's secondary, harder to picture. Even Kyler would have to work. Browns picked off Geno Smith twice last week, held him to a sub 80 rating. They have one of the best secondaries in the game this season.
1: And here's Metcalf again, it's picked off. Martin Emerson Jr. This time read it the whole way and just stepped in front
2: for the interception. And whoever is back there also gets to see what Miles Garrett is all about. Another sack for him. Another forced fumble last week.
1: Trying to climb the pocket, he gets swallowed up. It's Miles Garrett finally putting his stamp on this game with a huge sack.
2: Cleveland, meantime, should lean on.
0: All right, so that's the preview for you. So I, I my biggest concern though is the Arizona running game against us. We do let out big plays. That is a huge, huge concern. Um I I just worry that you're gonna see these runs of you know 20 yards and you know whatnot, because uh the truth is they have a decent running game. When you have James Conner, who's got sixty eight carries for three hundred and sixty four yards, he averages five point four yards a carry. I mean five point four. He, you know, he's kind of one of those guys where he just darts out and boom, it's a gain of six, right? It's got five big runs, 72 yards a game. we let up big plays for how good the Cleveland Browns defense is. We let up massive plays here and there. And that is usually the deciding factor in the game. When it's all said and done, we stop them that we stop teams. They go three and out for like five drives in a row. But then we let up like a 30 yard bomb or we let up like a 30 yard run. I mean, it's crazy. So I worry about James Conner and uh, him breaking some runs. Uh, They got Marquise Brown, a wide receiver, Michael Wilson, Trey McBride, um, uh, Rondell Moore. So, you know, it's all going to come down to is this rookie good. And that one throw that he did have uh, against uh, when he threw that one ball that was four yards. (laughs) I know it's just a one four yard pass, but it looked like a bullseye. It was a dart. I mean, it was an absolute dart. I mean, I don't know what to say. It just looked like a good throw. I could see this kid turning into something, but it's his first game as a rookie against the Browns. D Jim Schwartz, they should be able to stop him. I mean, it should be like easy. So I don't know. And Kyler Murray's not there. Thankfully, he's really, really good. Um, So here we go. Also, the fact that it's a road game against the NFL's top ranked defense might sway Gannon. So that's keeping uh, Murray there. Browns rookie receiver Cedric Tillman has been uh conspicuously conspicuously absent from the Cleveland's game plan. But as you saw, Bell is out. So we might see Cedric Tillman get some more playing time. And he looked pretty decent in preseason. You know, he could be good. He could be good. Don't forget him and DTR were the duo in high school. DTR threw to Cedric Tillman. Not that DTR is playing. Just find that interesting. Um So again, Gannon is a Cleveland native, and I just think that it's going to come down to, oh, Newsom is out. That's big. That's huge. So really, it's going to come down to what can these Brownies do with Deshaun Watson? Can Deshaun Watson get back to that Tennessee form? I think he can, but I think it's a process. Can he not throw a pick? That's the ultimate question. Can Deshaun Watson play an entire game without throwing an interception? Can he also not get sacked five times? Because the uh, unusual thing about the Cardinals is that they have like 10 players with one sack. Very rare. They have a ton of players with just one sack. It's like, it's crazy. So many different players can sack the quarterback. Multidimensional defense. You know, they got a great front seven. They can wreak havoc. And Deshaun Watson holds the ball longer than most quarterbacks. And he can, you know, be sacked a lot. And we have some banged up, uh, we got some injuries on the offensive line. No doubt about it. Jedrick Wills was really hurt last week. Played through it, but was really, really hurt. Okay, we got a banged up team. So Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong looking better and better. No doubt about it. Can Amari Cooper keep balling out? I mean, having some massive catches. Are we going to use David Njoku properly again? Tell me. Are we going to utilize a tight end who every time he's involved in the passing game does extremely well, whether it's a tight end screen, whether it's a a dart up the middle, the guy breaks tackles. He is excellent. David Njoku needs to be a pivotal part of the game plan, especially against the Cardinals who let tight ends have massive games. This is the David Njoku breakout game. He should have a hundred yards receiving this game. Mark, Mark it down. The Browns cast says 100 receiving yards for David Njoku this week and at least one touchdown. This is the week, baby. This is the week. It's got to be. It's the perfect matchup. So, I mean, James Connors a concern. Marquise Brown is good, but, you know, are we going to let up a big play? Yeah, we might let up a big 40-yard bomb, but overall Denzel Ward should lock him down against we're going against a rookie quarterback we should be able to stop him we should be able to come out with a w it is a big big game not a huge game it's a game we should win it gets our confidence back especially in a division in a division the ac north that is the only division where every single team has a winning record every team has a winning record insanity absolute Insanity. We have to win. We have to be five and three. We have to be four and one at home. There is no, you can't talk yourself out of this. A win here is a must. You lose here, the season gets very confusing. Very confusing. You have to win. But if you're a betting man, take those 12 and a half points and bet the cards. That is a ton of points. If we cover that, wow. And Deshaun Watson balls out like he did in Tennessee, wow. You better watch out. Everyone's going to be talking about the Browns for the next week. So, final score. Man, I'm worried that we're going to lose, man. I get this little itty bitty feeling in my chest that we're going to lose. Okay, it just came to me. Here we go. Final score 21 12 Browns. 21 12 Browns. That's your final score. This is the Browns cast. I'm your host, Cogs. We'll analyze everything after this, after the game. We'll be here tomorrow, we'll be here all week. Please share the pod. Thanks for being a Browns fan, being a fan of the Browns cast. Let's go Deshaun Watson. Let's go Brownies. Stefanski, you can coach a great game. He either coaches great games or terrible games. This could be one where he coaches a great game. And Jim Schwartz, you better dominate. You're going against Clayton Toon. Clayton Toon. I want everybody to forget his name after this week. He's a nobody. Keep him as that. Go Brownies. See you on the other side. Peace.